0: this fucking
1: guy hello my turkish delights welcome to this fucking guy a podcast about self-care if self-care is one long pained scream into the void
0: here there and everywhere but mostly here is where we use expletives and alcohol <laughs> to emotionally process the creeps jerks and dick weasels that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives.
1: I am the winter of our discontent, Ren Martinez.
0: And I am the springtime of our seasonal allergies, Ginger Golub.
1: Hey, Gingy.
0: Hey. <laughs> How
1: are you doing in our post-apocalyptic hellscape?
0: I mean, I'm an introvert and an only child, so I think I'm holding a better than almost anybody, but that doesn't mean <laughs> That it's good. Uh, For our listeners, you and I, for the first time ever, are not in the same room as we're recording. No. We are um, being responsible, and we are recording this over Zoom, so if the sound quality is dog shit, keep it to yourselves. Keep it to yourself. I don't,
1: (laughs) again, I don't think anyone's going to be confused as to why we sound different than normal. It's like, huh, I wonder. (laughs) So, other than the fact that the world is ending, is there anything you need to scream into the void today
0: i mean this is this is not too much a break from um, from the world ending, but you know because all of this is going on, I of course have had to reschedule my wedding, which is yeah, a lot more annoying and like. Honestly, it hasn't been that difficult, but it's been really annoying. And oh, I'm sure. And I know that, like, there are people who are losing their lives and losing family members. And, like, this is an awful time for a lot of people. But in my little quiet neck of the world, that is, you know, the thing that is causing me spiritual angst. Is the fact that I was supposed to be getting married... Two weeks from today. Yeah. Well,
1: I I think as long as you're not, like, I don't know, going on the interwebs and being like, nothing is worse than postponing my wedding. Literally, no one has it more difficult than me. (laughs) I think that, like, people can forgive you for being a little stressed out about it.
0: Right. Although I'm doing my best uh, not to do too much online screaming at all of the women who are like my wedding scheduled for August. Do you think I need to postpone it? And me being like, shut the fuck up. That's five months from now. Well now four months, but still maybe calm your tits a bit, a tidbit, a tidbit. Well, Mm -hmm. with that in mind, is it time to go to therapy?
1: You know, now more than ever.
0: All right, Ren. Why don't you tell me? Why don't you take my mind off of this particular hellscape by showing me a brand new hellscape and telling me about <laughs> this fucking guy?
1: All right. Well, first, to introduce this fucking guy, let's go a little bit into history. Oh? Just a oh? little gander. In 1712... John Martin anonymously published a pamphlet entitled Onania or the heinous sin of self-pollution and all its frightful consequences in both sexes considered with spiritual and physical advice to those who have already injured themselves by this abominable practice and seasonable admonition to the youth on the nation of both sexes. Very, very chill. In 1760, Dr. Samuel August Tissot, wrote about the disease of masturbation, arguing semen was an essential oil. Oh. and oh, <laughs> and no. when Lost from the body in large amounts caused a reduction in male strength, memory, and reason.
0: Oh, Jesus, I'm not going to be able to look at essential oil diffusers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there's Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, of course. who claimed that they were masturbation-related deaths uh, and believed the practice of solitary vice caused cancer of the womb, urinary diseases, nocturnal emissions, impotence, epilepsy, insanity, and physical debility. His greatest inventions, the cereals, cornflakes, and grape nuts, were created to curb these malignant sexual impulses.
0: Do you know how hard it is to kill yourself masturbating? Do you know how wrong you have to be doing it?
1: (laughs) You have to try really hard.
0: I mean, not to make a poor taste David Carradine joke, but continue.
1: So the point is, anti-masturbation rhetoric is not new. But historically, it's been flavored with Christian zealotry and good old-fashioned slut shaming. We live in a different world now. Today, we live in a culture of never-ending optimization, where people try to max out each minute of the day with self-care, productivity, and health. Wellness is its own massive industry, from smoothies, to hothouse yoga, to salt lamps, to jade eggs you put in your vagina. (laughs) Do not do do that. Just don't do that.
0: Like, it probably won't hurt you that badly, but it's not doing much good.
1: Actually, this is not the topic, but it can because jade is porous and like you can get like bacteria growth. It's
0: not good. Oh, I don't think of that as being a porous stone, but I guess you're okay. Continue. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: Well, not only has wellness become an industry, feminism has become marketable. It's everywhere from dove commercials to Nike ads to any product you can imagine. So it's no wonder that more blatant forms of sexism went underground. And by underground, I mean the internet. Places like 8chan and Reddit host thousands of threads where the most toxic misogyny not only survives, but thrives. This is where we get men's rights activists, pickup artists, and all sorts of others, all bound together in the brotherhood of the manosphere. Oh boy. But these anti-feminist warriors also need to consider their well-being. How else are they going to have the energy to launch harassment campaigns against an Asian actress for the unforgivable sin of being cast in a Star Wars movie? (sighs) But it's not just about avoiding the sharp clutches of raging harpies, but seeking a deeply profound zen-like existence, away from the irrationality and hysteria that is women. These men aspire to ascend to a higher plane of existence and impose this higher will on any irrational physical desires, particularly anything that has to do with bopping the one-eyed weasel. (laughs) You ever heard of semen retention? (laughs) Is that a yes?
0: That is a like, not voluntarily. (laughs) Not except for, like, boxers going, like, mm, not before the big match, honey.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Then you're in for a treat today. Before we talk about semen retention, we have to talk about no nofap. According to okay. Wikipedia, <laughs> did you say something I didn't quite catch?
0: I said, of course we do. Of course we do.
1: According to Wikipedia, NOFAP is a website and community forum that serves as a support group for those who wish to avoid pornography and masturbation. The NOFAP website states that participants aim to improve their interpersonal relationships by doing challenges of willpower to seize control of their sexuality, and that the end goal is to abstain from what they call PMO, which is porn, masturbation, and orgasm. And honestly, nofap is not an inherently bad thing it's mostly dudes trying to curb their porn addictions and to build better relationships with women all right yeah not bad it's fine users on the nofap website and forums which is composed of primarily men call themselves fapstronauts (laughs) Which is delightful.
0: I've never been so proud of people who are probably men's rights activists.
1: (laughs) Hey, Ginger, don't worry. While this is clearly a male-dominated space, there is room for the ladies. Oh. It's it's estimated that maybe 5%, a whole 5% of users on these forums are women, nicknamed femstronauts. Um, most of these threads consist of users talking about challenges they're facing, how long their current streak is, and supporting other users. There's a lot of common themes in these conversations and what no fappers believe. Many of them say that engaging in fapstinence <laughs> can counter the effects of death grip syndrome, which I'm sure you can guess what that means. <laughs> ah. Mm. Mm, okay. Some nofappers have said their brains were warped by porn at the expense of real relationships, which, fair. Yeah, probs. Probs. But of course, there is a darker side to all of this. Always. Um, (laughs) The movement's focus on testosterone clearly idealizes masculine traits, specifically Mm -hmm. those of cisgender men. There's also the belief that keeping from masturbating will make women more attracted to you, somehow. This clearly objectifies women, reducing them to objects for whoever holds out the longest, rather than seeing women as like people—people
0: to engage with in their minds—and not just hope that they are able to to psychically ascertain. That, mm-hmm. like, you got the little twingy blue balls.
1: You have confidence, testosterone everywhere, deep voice, eye contact. Focus on yourself, improve yourself. Be that guy that women dream about.
0: You have all the tools to be that alpha guy.
1: Act like one.
0: Hey, Wren. Yes? What the fuck does your browsery history look like?
1: Weird. <laughs> real weird
0: <laughs> oh my god doing the lord's work i want to hear more tell me more Ren. nofap
1: unfortunately is also connected to other more insidious internet cultures you don't say <laughs> one of these particular subcultures is called mg Tao, or men going their own way
0: really just sounds like a gay forum. You know, uh,
1: there's something to be said about that. It's kind of like lesbian separatism, but for, like, straight dudes. <laughs> they often speak in vague terms about their desire for independence from Western <laughs> and or consumer culture, particularly any parts of that that have to do with women. Bless those who skulk on these forums and embrace the term have shock of all shock, a deep hatred and distrust of feminists and just women. Who Hmm. could
0: have possibly guessed?
1: (laughs) Many MG Tao refuse to date Western women.
0: Oh no. Yeah. East Asian women in
1: particular are sought after because of gross ass racist reasons. And some avoid women altogether. So, so, Sum up, these are straight men attracted to women who hate women so much they won't seek any sort of relationship with them, physical or otherwise.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I would rather somebody who hates women not seek any kind of relationship with women than actively seek relationship with relationships with women and, like, you know, Ted Bundy that shit.
1: I suppose that's true. Nofap also overlaps into incel communities who discuss masturbation and pornography with utter contempt because of their hatred of women. You see, the idea of masturbating to women is degrading because women are lowly and disgusting, so you shouldn't masturbate at all.
0: Oh, okay. Somehow that's not where I thought that was going. (laughs)
1: I th- what did I, you think it was going.
0: <laughs> I thought it was a bunch of guys being like I am super straight but also I hate women and so that's why I have to wa- watch gay porn.
1: I I did not find the gay porn angle, but there is something cuz like again the, there's this like really gross thread of like a, masturbating to a woman is like masturbating to an animal because women are animals. Well,
0: I think that probably all the people who are like I'm not comfortable watching porn with women in it, so I'm going to watch gay porn. Those guys probably don't stay on those forums because they either become enlightened to this level of, like, Buddhist nirvana or they just realize they're gay. Like, it's one or the other. Yeah, but,
1: you know, misogyny abounds. Bi men, exist.
0: bi. men exist validating all of our bi friends.
1: hmm
0: Well, and then
1: there's semen retention.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: semen retention movement is sort of like no fap on hard mode. <laughs>
0: so, to
1: speak. so to speak. Its ideology is a mixture of woo-woo spiritualism, mostly appropriated from Chinese culture, pseudo-scientific nonsense, and it's all tangled up in this dreaded manosphere. Mm-hmm. Semen retainers, as they call themselves, see themselves as spiritual warriors Protecting their vital life force from dilution. This isn't just a crusade against masturbation. Nocturnal emissions and sex itself should be avoided to maintain your life force. What are they doing? Tying it in a knot? <laughs> there is, there is um, some debate whether about you, you, you don't avoid sex necessarily. Some people can't have sex. You just can never ejaculate. Okay. So according to Brojo.com, yep, that's the website, traditional Chinese medicine cites three vital forces of life. The one that's important is Jing. Jing is the life force. It nourishes, fuels and cools the body while increasing lifespan. Jing's most concentrated form is believed to be semen. Therefore, releasing semen outside the body through ejaculation is a direct loss of this life force. In sexual intercourse with a woman, jing can be used to create a new life, which is the purpose of such powerful energy. However, when reproduction is inhibited, whether through birth control, pulling out, or masturbation, that energy is wasted. The loss of ejaculatory fluids is simply the loss of vital life force. And this loss can result in fatigue, disease, and premature aging. I have no comment on that. (laughs) Some apparent benefits to semen retention. Boost confidence, high energy, self-control, sharp memory, relieves depression, boosts libido, improves sleep, strong hair. (laughs) deep voice makes you a risk taker and boost immune system what that's right retaining your semen can boost your immune system and i'm sure you know where this next post is about to go oh no south korea and china have had some success treating covid19 patients with zinc Cellular zinc inhibits the virus from replicating. This is consistent with what many on these forums have reported about not falling sick as often as they started SR, that's semen retention. Implications, keep doing SR, retain zinc, reduce the odds of getting infected. Namaste. Oh, no. There you go, Ginger. If you don't masturbate, you won't get coronavirus.
0: So, I mean, I suppose if I have to compare this with um, that fucking lady who wanted everybody to give their children bleach enemas, it's better than that. Yeah. It is at least better than that. It's like medical charlatanism and selling people false promises, but like...
1: You're not poisoning
0: people. You're not literally poisoning people. I don't think you can really do it to anyone else.
1: It's, yeah, it's more of the, 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 the toxicity of the ideology rather than the toxicity of the bleach up your butthole. <laughs> so semen retention can do more than improve your general wellness and prevent you from getting coronavirus. Semen retention can actually imbue you with magical powers and supernatural abilities. Bitch, what? Particularly, semen retainers believe that basically everything in the universe is drawn to them. Men, animals, money, luck, and women, particularly women. I'll let them explain in their own words. Please do. (laughs) Think of it this way. All organisms that exist have a compelling desire for more life. Every organism wants to live life more abundantly. Plants stretch toward the warmth of the sun. People bask outside in the sunshine on a sunny day. As a man, you hold the seed of creation within your ball sack. Uh. (laughs) The spark that starts the flame. It wants to express itself through the mechanism of ejaculation, of pollination. When you hold this seed, when you retain it, you are ascending to a higher vibration. The purity of life within your semen vibrates at a high frequency. It is pure creation itself. As a result of holding this seed, you start to vibrate at a high frequency. You start to become the sun. You start to radiate. People seek the warmth of the sun so they will congregate around someone who holds this energy. A woman wants to bask in the warmth of the sun and express herself. Look how eager they are to shed their clothes when at the beach. Why wouldn't they feel the same way around a man who holds life, who has the sun within him? (laughs) Ginger, your face, holy shit.
0: Are the straights okay? (laughs) It's just like, y'all, please stop teaching incels, Tai Chi.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. But hey, if that's a little wordy, here's a shorter explanation. Full balls equal getting chased by highly fertile ladies. Like attracts like in energy realm. Balls full of juice attract pussies full of juice.
0: Well, that is... Certainly, one way you can be.
1: Oh, goodness. The <laughs> SR subreddits are full of stories of men retaining their semen and suddenly inheriting godlike powers and irresistible magnetism. <laughs> Let's share a few of these highly likely stories. I was eating my burger, and there was a girl who stood in front of me. For a moment, she locked eyes with me. I didn't shy away, so I locked my eyes with her, too. Solid four to five seconds. Then we averted our gazes. She was nearly hypnotized. Magnetism is very real. Ginger, she was eating and they like looked at each other and she turned away. Magnetism.
0: Mom, she's looking at me.
1: (laughs) The other day in the airport, I wanted to be alone. So I found a section of the airport that was vacant. Within five minutes, I had five girls sit in the seat next to me and across from me. One even opted to sit on the floor by my feet and stare at me.
0: Was she also asking, what's that smell?
1: (laughs) My boss, who was quite attractive, sat next to me and starts chatting with me. Suddenly, out of nowhere, she says, I've been noticing you flirt with all the females in the office recently. You can tell this is already fake because no woman refers to other women as females. No. And they've been coming after you. What's your secret? No. I said what first came to my mind, which was a magnet does not know the way it functions. It simply attracts. She loved what I said and started gushing and awing. And the other female workers were too that clearly happened it was, yep, that the was definitely
0: a thing that happened not at all somebody's fan fiction about their own life on the internet imagine <laughs> writing fan fiction of your own life on a nofap forum
1: <laughs> that's pretty
0: much what this is um
1: i went to the pub a few days ago had a beer with my mate then one woman sat next to me and within 15 minutes she was toying with my nipple then I passed her on to my mate because I had no interest spending my life juice on her. That's life juice TM. Again, all of these things are things that happened, Ginger. All of them.
0: Oh, God. I, I, need, I need our listeners to know that the power of that story made the glasses fly off of my face.
1: <laughs> it's that animal magnetism. A magnet does not know why it does what it does. It just attracts. now we're going to get into one college essay of a post called women's reality in which a user lauds semen retention for not only what he's gained in terms of magical abilities, but for giving him a clear understanding of a woman's mindset. Let's dive on in. Most notably, I've seen a glow to my skin and sexier appearance. More energy and less sleep. Increased aggression and willingness to be an asshole when needed. Maginal, synchronistic connection between thoughts and reality. A more dreamlike surreal quality of reality. And an increased ability to venture into higher spheres of consciousness.
0: That doesn't sound good to me.
1: Semen retention cleared my acne and watered my crops. (laughs) So then he kind of talks about how the red pill uh, has been super useful for him, though he does think a lot of the men on it are sexually frustrated, and that's why they're so much misogynistic, which, like, you don't say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's talking about that a lot of it is spot on about female nature. <clears throat> it's not really fun to realize the idealistic princess you've created in your mind is actually much more malevolent and man- Machiavellian than you previously thought. I used to think women were these innocent creatures who had a great deal of compassion and empathy. I also used to think women were logical and thought similarly to men. Mm. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot. In my experiment, I attempted to take on the mindset of a woman. I wore her shoes for about an hour. That's its own thing.
0: A whole hour. Also a specific one. <laughs> a specific woman in specific shoes. <laughs> that would explain a lot. That would explain a lot.
1: So, essentially what he does, he decides to pose as an attractive woman on Tinder. He like makes a fake Tinder profile. Um and that is when the epiphany struck for me. Men are much more desperate and desirous of women than women are of men. What? A shock. This is something you could know talking to women.
0: What a hot take. <laughs>
1: So then he goes into a bunch of ninth grade science mixed with not knowing what the fuck he's talking about. That sounds about right. Women are much more selective in mating than their male counterparts. Men have billions of sperm to give over the course of their lifetime, whereas the egg is a precious rarity in comparison. Thus, biologically speaking, women have been hardened to guard their fertility and seek out the best mate for their rare but highly sought after eggs. Why are these dudes always obsessed with eggs?
0: I think just because it's like the most feminine thing they can think of. I don't think that they really think of women as women. I think they think of women as like big eggs.
1: (laughs) You're so beautiful. You're so round and full of yolk. All that said, I can finally get to my observations about female nature. I used the internet, Reddit, and especially the Red Pill subreddit for much of my theory. And I used my actual life to verify the theories I read online. I am a Lyft driver and I've given over 4,000 car rides. Oh, no. I love it. A veritable sage of the human experience. He's a Lyft driver. That's how he knows about women. But let's get let's get to what he's learned okay observation one women are incredibly psychically manipulative okay ginger did you know you psychically manipulate people
0: I mean it's definitely what I've been going for I didn't realize I was so inherently successful
1: <laughs> rather than tell you that you are a weirdo her and her friend will mention a creepy guy they both know
0: this that's is fucking the- true
1: this is the language of woman Womanese. And although you think those two women are talking about some random creep, they're actually using him as a representation of you.
0: Yeah. It's
1: almost as if this is something he's encountered. A lot. <laughs> Observation two. Women are always testing you. Women want strong. Capable men, man is a creature which aids in the structuring of the embryonic endless possibility of the chaotic female world. Man is the rock upon which woman creates her base. What?
0: Were those (laughs) all words? Are you sure those were (laughs) all words?
1: (laughs) I am but a mountain, and my husband is the base of said mountain, full of embryonic possibilities. (laughs) Did you know that your husband, man, fiancé, boyfriend Was full of embryonic possibility
0: Oh, I mean, I tell him that every night Just (laughs) to make sure that he feels adequately loved and respected So yes, of course I knew that
1: Also, apparently, again, we're we're testing men so they can control our lives So they can direct our lives up full of chaos Womanly chaos
0: Chaos, Um. mountains, and eggs. That's all we got. (laughs) The woman story. The woman's story. Chaos, mountains, and eggs.
1: (laughs) Observation three. Women are emotionally attuned. I am often caught off guard when I am out in public. I am a highly cerebral person, if you can't tell. Anyone who describes himself as cerebral is insufferable.
0: I feel like his whole family was like, no, Kevin, we just... We, we really thought we should hit send on that Thanksgiving invitation. I don't <laughs> know why you never got it. It's so weird. The internet ate it. <laughs> what really catches me off
1: guard is when I repulse or scare someone whilst the waters of my mind have been relatively placid. If I have 10 interactions with 10 different girls and each interaction goes negatively, something is off with me. Not them. That said, I often use girls as a mirror for my own refinement.
0: Oh God, this just skirts being self-aware. Just, just almost—it's
1: like flutters, and then it's like, nope. It's
0: just like, do I, do I suck, or are (laughs) women just
1: mirrors? (laughs) But now he gets to his conclusion, which is just mwah delicious. Do not waste your energy any longer. Young women will always exist. Therefore, one woman is nothing to anguish over. She is merely a singular representation of a force which never ends. You are young, vital, full of energy, full of potential, and capable of great things in your future. I think I need to mute my phone.
0: Now that we that. have the cameras going, I can also tell that I just turn into the line face emoji three quarters of the time when we're podcasting. You're just talking. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> yep, pretty. It's actually perfect. Perfect. Um, so, yes, capable of great things in your future. Save your semen as fuel for your own conquest. Listen to the wise sages who have left their thoughts behind. Hernan Cortez could be your role model. Henry Ford could be your role model. Uh, let's not. There have been many great men who embodied the world of gods upon earth. Again, the two that he cites are the one who committed genocide in Central America and a raging anti-Semite. There were so many men to pick from. And so yes. many men. Your practice of semen retention should only aid in the development of your guardful eyes. You have refined and perfected yourself into a great jewel, into a beautiful pearl. For women, as I have observed, will stir the waters of your mind and provoke you into a state of disease and instability if you let them. Familiarize yourself with the female reality. A man who knows the female reality has a better chance of surviving its destructive elements. I advise you to know this world. For without this map, you are at a great risk of having the great world you have built ruined and destroyed quickly by the irrational feminine element. Cheers, my brothers. Believe that you are the gateway through which God can manifest himself. I didn't Galaxy know grade. that dating and
0: manifest destiny had so much in <laughs> common. <laughs> I didn't know God was
1: really just in your semen. Like every time you masturbate, God comes out.
0: <laughs> we are living in just a dystopian hellscape. Maybe bring some God into it.
1: Well, again, they have to retain it to obtain godlike powers. So they depends can't on how
0: depending on how long they're retaining it. I'm guessing they could get like some force behind that. So I I would like to be like at least twelve A-cue! feet away. A-cue! Pew pew. But
1: hey. It can't all be misogyny wrapped up in appropriated spiritual practices. Oh. Remember, these groups overlap with some of the worst subcultures on the Internet. In one post titled, Women Really Do Drain Your Life Force, a user explains how women are ruining men by keeping them from hunting woolly mammoths. Sir.
0: (laughs) I have some news. (laughs)
1: It occurred to me lately that regular sex is, of course, the same as jerking off from a physiological standpoint, and it leaves you just as uninspired and dead inside as habitual jerking off. I think this may be, from an evolutionary standpoint, nature's way of making us placid and want to sit at home with that woman. Our brains softened by the fucking and protect her instead of being out there doing fantastic works of cave art or slaying woolly mammoths which would thus attract possible rival females. My thoughts anyway. What? What? (laughs) Men's brains are softened by fucking. All brains are softened by fucking. The more you fuck, the softer your brain. (laughs) You know, misogynists can't help but being the worst, but You know who else can't help being the worst? Nazis! Oh, no. (laughs) One poster in uh, SR declared that retaining one semen was a way of striking back at the elders of Zion. What? It's no coincidence that the same group of people who (laughs) control... (laughs) Who control the media, banks and governments of Western countries also control the pornography industry they're the ones who create the hypersexualized society of today that's right hypersexualization all the Jews in, in order for them to keep ruling over us, they need men to be in a weakened state. That's what porn masturbation and hypersexuality does to you well. So there you go. Pornography is a sinister global plot of the Jews in order to control the world through excessive masturbation. I mean, I'm sure your I partner has, has a lot to say about it. We, we, Again, we need to ask your partner. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's, <laughs> are you creating hypersexualization to control the masses? I mean, you know, I have been living in this house for the last three weeks, and my, o- my only and very clear answer to that question is absolutely.
1: <laughs> There's just a lot to talk about when it comes to semen retention, obviously.
0: Obviously. <laughs>
1: but no conversation would be complete without talking about Chris Bale. So Chris Bale is one of the foremost voices in the semen retention movement. But he does so much more than that. I'll let him explain to you in his own words from his bio on his website Awakened Intent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Chris is an internationally known spiritual mentor and master energy worker. He is an igniter of that which is real and an illuminator of that which has been forgotten. He is a reminder. Once he escaped escaped the Irish schooling system, He pursued an extensive education in many different modalities of healing, including traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, medical qigong, reiki, pranic healing, and sexual alchemy. (laughs) Today... Chris shares his work globally in the form of private sessions and group gatherings with gentle and compassionate patients, accompanied by unwavering deliverance of consciousness and truth in its rawest and most penetrating of forms. Not a good good enough reason to use the word penetrate. (laughs) Getting right to the core of collective trauma and conditionings, which is taking up residence in each one of us namaste (laughs) there's so much there um there as part of his website and sharing his wisdom with the world chris has his own youtube channel typically he appears in linen shirts unbuttoned to mid chest lying on a couch and gazing soulfully into the camera as he imparts his knowledge
0: i appreciate you saying that but i did already (laughs) intuitively know that (laughs)
1: You're not surprised. A man's ejaculate generally has enough life force to repopulate a large portion of the planet, he enlightens. That's a lot of energy. In one amazing article called The Cult of Semen Retention from Mel Magazine, (laughs) Chris explains that while working as an acupuncturist in his 20s, he became concerned with how Internally confused and feminized masculinity had become part of the cause, according to this guru, was semen. How men devalue and disrespect it and refuse to treat it as a crucial part of maleness. You disrespected your semen. (laughs) When a man ejaculates in order to scratch his itch, to experience a few seconds of euphoria, he immediately goes into some form of deficiency. If the man wasn't to indulge in the few seconds of euphoria, but instead is willing to acquire the ability to let his vital essence build up and spread through the higher centers of his body, this brings him to a place of internal alchemy.
0: You know what my biggest takeaway from all this is? What is that? It was a mistake to tell you about Anita Bryant.
1: <laughs> it inspired me. <laughs> vampires. gay okay. has vampires. Uh, a follower of Bale's, uh, a 22-year-old named Justin, was on the Twitter, uh, at Fruit-Based God. Okay. Fruit-Based God. Explained that, during his spiritual rebirth, he came to the conclusion that ejaculating through lust was both a form of abortion and a disgrace to his ancestors. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. (laughs) Sex, which uh, Justin annotates through the acronym Sexual Energy Exchange, is the fulcrum of male power and it's men's responsibility to be its guardians. Men are the guardians of sex sexual energy exchange guardians fulcrum (laughs) chris bale is not hoarding this divine knowledge however available to men and women you can get the elite guidance and mentoring support package which is eight one-hour sessions for only 1750 euro or a two-hour guided qigong and energy maintenance class 550 euro. Mm. A one-day in-person package which includes guidance and coaching sessions, guided qigong and energy embodiment class and an acupuncture meridian therapy treatment only costs 975 euro.
0: What a true humanitarian.
1: He also runs a weekly live webinar which allows a group of like-minded individuals passionate about changing their lives, learn from each other's situations, mistakes, and successes. You can be part of this elite group for only 267 euro a month. But if you are struggling financially and unable to receive Chris Bale's sage wisdom from the man himself, don't worry. There is still that YouTube channel as well as a blog. Mm. The most recent post, which is of March 25th of this year, is entitled The Cock Embodied Man. Okay. When I mentor a man, this is my highest intention for him, to arrive to full cock embodiment. What is cock? Is it a penis? Uh. Yes, it is. But it's also so much more than that. It's an essence. It's an ability to move life around you without needing to lift a finger. It is the frequency.
0: It dices. It does Julianne fries. (laughs) It is the frequency of penetration.
1: Not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. Direction, protection, and initiation. (laughs) A man who knows his cock, both physically and energetically. (laughs) will move through life with far greater potency. Not only will his thrust in life be firm, but his heart stays soft. Oh, God. And that's semen retention.
0: It builds up in your brain and it does this to you.
1: Oh my god, this was such a wild ride. I read oh boy. I read so many Reddit posts. I really have to thank uh, We Hunted the Mammoth, which is a website that really follows like men's rights activists and other groups. They had a bunch of different uh posts that I could go look at. Um, yeah, semen retention.
0: So mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening, everybody.
1: No, you had to ask me about my self-care plan.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. There's a self-care plan? Of
1: course there is. And it's more than just just retain your semen.
0: Okay. Give me that self-care tips then.
1: Today, let's talk about sexual self-care. Communicate with your partner. Talking about sex and sharing sexual desires like it is any other pleasurable activity is the first way to move everything in a positive direction. Have open dialogue with your partner about sex and safety. And remember that not everyone speaks fluent womanese. (laughs) Prioritize your orgasm. Sexual pleasure should be just as much a priority for women as it is for men. Know about your body and don't be afraid to ask for what gets you off, even if that means remaining under the sexual control of the elders of Zion. (laughs) And masturbate. Masturbating is a great way to focus just on you, and has a ton of benefits, like improving your mood or gaining the ability to teleport. Prove us wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. Those are
0: my self care tips. Oh goodness. Well, thank you for that. I think
1: you're so welcome. You seem delighted throughout the whole thing.
0: I. It, mm, so when I was in college, I essentially did. Uh, like this entire research thing on pornography and and uh, heterosexual relationships and sort of like how the messaging impacts that. So like I know that there, that there's a lot of this out there. It's a super special thing to be able to see it synthesized into this particular fucking weird manifestation.
1: Hey, man, it's all about wellness in the 21st century. Well, I'm trying to align my chakras because, you know, balls full of juice attract pussies full of juice.
0: I will pay you any amount of money never to say that again. That's fair. That's actually really disgusting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. That's going to be all for us this week, I guess.
0: If you like what you're hearing... And boy, howdy! I'm sure you do. You should check us out on thisfnGuyPod.com or on Twitter at thisfnGuyPod or uh, our this fucking guy uh, Facebook group or donate to our Patreon because uh, we're poor.
1: We're still poor.
0: We're still poor. Actually, don't donate to our Patreon right now. Like, donate to a local food bank.
1: Yeah, that's probably better. As always, I'm Ren Martinez. I'm Ginger Golub. Here's a bonus self-care tip. Continue to stay six feet the fuck away from me.
0: And don't be this fucking guy. Peace. This fucking guy.